Hey, welcome to Fast Forward Your Entrepreneur Journey with me, Abby Yong. Every week, we share with you how you are able to reach your next level, impact your life and for others, and break out of your comfort zone, and scale your business to fast forward in your entrepreneur journey. Stay tuned. Hey, fast forwarders. So today I have a guest with me. Her name is Emily. So Emily is a self-care coach, certified yoga and meditation teacher and Wiki master who started My Body Dharma to help women reclaim their time, energy and personal power through bite science self-care. Hello, Emily. Thank you for having uh, joining um, my podcast show. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here, Abby. Really appreciate you having me here. And hello, all of the fast forwarders. Uh, really great to see you virtually. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, maybe would you like to like share a little bit more about yourself and where are you from? And like, how do you get started on this like journey? Like, I saw like this. You are a yoga teacher, a certified... Oh, my God. It's like whole lots of... <laughs> but the most important thing that I want to find out more is the self-care version. Yeah. So maybe yeah. just share a bit more like uh, where are you from and what do you do and how do you get started on this journey? Absolutely. Yeah. So so my name is Emily Shickley from Mind Body Dharma, which is my company. And I started about three years ago and I had been seven years ago or so in a place of rock bottom. So I was super stressed out. I had been transitioning from working as an educator to the tech space. So I was working in a tech company in Silicon Valley. I was also juggling a couple of different project roles and really just trying to find myself. And I, I realized that as I was transitioning, I had a lot of imposter syndrome. So as a result, I was working 14 hour days, 16 hour days to try and get ahead. I had this mentality that, you know, I needed to, to show up even more than everybody else. And as a result, I ended up being so stressed out that I ended up developing some chronic health issues. So I had migraines every day. I was you know, having those like lying on the floor, eating ice cream type moments. So I was depressed, anxious, just really overall not doing very well. I had some gut issues and I was feeling pretty low because I had moved back in with my parents after grad school. So it was just like this kind of combination of everything not going right for me. And I realized that something needed to shift. And so I went down the rabbit hole of researching self-care and there was a lot out there. There were so many, what I like to call shoulds in the sense that you should meditate every single day for an hour. You should work out before breakfast. You should have a green juice. You should have a salad for lunch, right? There are all of these shoulds that, you know, our listeners might be familiar with as well. And, and maybe you too, Abby. And I got to the point where instead of being motivated to change, I was overwhelmed and I felt more stuck. And I realized that it wasn't serving me anymore. This, this concept of, of self-care wasn't serving me. But how could that be? Because it's self-care, right? It's caring for yourself. So oh, that has to resonate. And so I went down um, this, this journey of, of researching psychology, researching energetics, and eventually became a yoga teacher. And I realized something really huge. And that was that 
self-care has to originate from yourself. I know that might sound kind of obvious when you, when I say it that way, but, but in, in order for it to actually be integrated into your life and serve you in a positive way, you got to start with you. And I realized a, a variety of other things through my research and certifications that ultimately led me to create mind body dharma and and want to be a coach so that I could help other people who you know were stressed out busy professionals entrepreneurs who are feeling this sense of of being stuck and uh, and then it's just led me down this path and here I am today so you know I, I found that when we take this approach it really gives a greater sense of balance. So even though now I actually have way more on my to-do list, I still have a full-time job, I'm growing my business, right? I'm coaching a lot of people, teaching yoga. I feel way more balanced than I ever have before. And my chronic health issues just evaporated. So it's it's really, really powerful. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so amazing. Okay. Maybe uh maybe maybe I just share a bit what I say in my life yesterday. Like I say that yeah. self care is more of doing what you love to do. Like mm-hmm. if you but for me if I would like advise not say advice, like I mean for me I would do something new that I never done before. And once I manage to get it done and I feel so happy and my my vibration go up so high that any challenges that I face throughout the day uh, I, I still able to, you know, just go through it with happiness and joy and more confident. So that's my way of uh, self-care, like trying yeah. something new <coughs> and get it done. And also like doing things that you love, not about what, like what you say, that's not like the should, should, should do, mm-hmm. should meditate, uh, should exercise. Yeah, if you love exercising, of course, you should add it in, in your do-do list. But for people who don't really love doing exercise, they can do things that they really love. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think I think the, the key is, is, a, is the mindset. So, yes, it is important to exercise. I'm not saying that, you know, we, we don't need to move our bodies. That's, that's, a, that's a basic thing. A need that we have. However, the mindset around how you approach your self-care is what's going to make the biggest difference. So, you know, if going for a walk around the block for you is your exercise, that's 10 times better than just staying at your desk, right? And, and the key to get to that point is doing what you love. So I absolutely agree with you. And the, the other aspect is to think about, well, why are you doing these things? Like, I love how you said, like, after you do your self-care, you feel your vibration just lift up. Yeah, you're energized. And so that's going to keep you coming back to trying something new to to these self-care practices. Versus if you're forcing yourself through a run and you hate running, you're going to give up after a week. It's not going to, you know, last very long. And then you're going to feel guilty about it. You're going to start self-bashing. And then you're going to go down this rabbit hole. And that's not serving anyone. Yes. Uh, also, like, this time you mentioned, like, uh, previously you are doing, is it like accounting site? Oh, uh, so in my, so I have a day job in the tech industry. So I, I code emails. So I do kind of front end development, um, HTML coding of, of different emails. Oh, my yeah. God, coding. Okay, that's so stressful. <laughs> okay, I can imagine that. And 
also like okay yeah day job because you need to deal with your boss you need to deal with client and you need to do with so many things and you also say that uh the imposter syndrome like is so real like people have so much knowledge they have already like absorb so much of the knowledge that they are actually ready to even start something on their own and so for me you know i um i have a master's degree and i, I went down into deep academia in english literature which i love and when i was looking to become a coach and a yoga teacher i i felt like i would never know enough because i hadn't started you know when i was three right these are the it, it sounds silly when i say it out loud but i think a lot of us have these stories of oh i didn't start early enough you know like i didn't i didn't start back when i you know could get ahead and and be that that person that expert whereas in reality you actually do know a lot as you mentioned and we all have our unique spin on things our own unique stories and that's really what people connect with so whether you're an entrepreneur as a coach or you know you have a different kind of business people are buying your brand people are signing up for you because of your energy and that's why self-care is so important because if your energy is depleted people aren't going to pick up on that and and you're not even going to have enough to to give as well and the other aspect that you talked about <clears throat> in terms of shiny object syndrome so true <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're a solopreneur like you're making so many decisions every day right and there's a real concept of de decision fatigue where you run out, oops, sorry about my calendar here. I'm just turn off the notifications. Um, where if you know you're continually making these decisions, and if you aren't giving yourself permission to just unwind, relax, and and not think about your to-do list, then that fatigue is going to get even worse. And you'll start making decisions that aren't aligned with your greater vision or with your you know, overall goals that you're working on and just go for the easy thing that pops up. Okay, so I'm curious, like how you come across yoga, learning yoga? Is it like yeah. you you have this interest and you thought you'd just try it out and when you try it out, you really fall in love with it and you also, it, it also helps you to become more calm, um, more, I'm not sure, like balance, balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, actually, that wasn't how I stumbled across yoga. I had tried yoga in high school, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I was more of a soccer player, a swimmer, um, more into these, like, kind of cardio-focused types of sports or exercise, and I didn't really get yoga. I was like, oh, why do I have to be in this downward dog pose? Like, this is so boring, and so it took me a really long time to come back to it, but when I was at my rock bottom, I was also injured. I um, injured myself in a soccer game in grad school and ended up not being able to run again. And so as a result, I needed a new kind of movement practice because I was really into exercise. It was kind of like my own therapy. And I had been hearing about this um, YouTube star, which I'm sure many people are familiar with, Yoga with Adrian. And so I started taking her uh, January challenge. It was like a, I don't know, a month of yoga kind of challenge for beginners. 
And there was something about the way that she approached it that I was like, oh, I get it. It doesn't have to be the Instagram, you know, handstands or like the, the pretty poses on the mountain. It's really about so much more than that. And I started to get better. I had a lot more range of motion. I had a knee injury. And so um, my lower body just was like so tight <laughs> and through yoga, I increased my range of motion and and while I started it out as a physical practice, I started to have some mental benefits as well. I felt a lot calmer. I felt safe and supported, which is something that's so helpful when you're going through a dark time. And then it was kind of funny. I, I had subscribed to an email newsletter at a nearby yoga studio, and I'd taken maybe one or two classes there. And I got this... Uh, email notification the day after I had mentioned to a friend, oh, maybe I'll become a yoga teacher. Like that sounds kind of like a fun adventure, but I didn't take it seriously. I didn't take that goal seriously. And then I got this email saying they had their training coming up. And I thought, wow, that's a sign. Like literally the day after I expressed that desire, it arrived. And so I signed up and I was still pretty new to yoga. I think I'd been practicing for maybe only two years or so, whereas like most of the other people in the program had been doing it for decades, right? And we're like dedicated. And it was really challenging. It was really challenging, but it opened me up so much, not only physically, but also spiritually. And that's kind of what, what started that chain reaction of events for me to go down this path of really wanting to help people feel more present and mindful and find that work-life balance, which is really what my specialty is in bringing together, you know, all of this corporate experience, this Western approach with these Eastern practices so that people can, you know, find that intersection and really feel holistically balanced rather than this concept of, you know, half of my, you know, my work life is very productive and I'm focusing on that. And then, there's a separation and you go have your life, but rather integrating them and knowing that you have one life. And the, the only way to really feel balanced is if you're paying attention to self-care throughout your day. Wow. Okay. So I think you have like become a yoga teacher and become more spiritual and that leads you to become a meditation teacher and also a Reiki master. Correct. Like yeah. it's, I think it's like add on. It's like when I first learn Reiki is when my dog passed away so I like I was really sad then I thought maybe I can learn something so that I can prevent such thing from happening I can't prevent from anyone to die but at least I can do something to heal you know like do some healing for uh, the one that I love or at least help something do some uh, serving or something then that leads me to like doing different things along the way like finding a become it's, it's like a spiritual path journey la. you won't know what we expect in front of you but we need to just take the first move so that to let the universe know that actually you are ready to for the next move actually you don't know that you are ready but you just like what you mentioned you just say oh maybe I should just be a yoga teacher so for me what I say to my friend is oh maybe I will be a coach like I can help people like I can teach them with the knowledge that I have and I just start an online business I just say like I wish I could have an online business, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, along the way, it's like after I try, learn, do, take action, try, learn, do, take action, go one big round before I reach where I want to be. Yeah. So it's like a journey. You need mm -hmm. to go through all the learning journey to reach uh, a point that 
you finally understand the whole thing. So uh, I think the most important thing is about the bite size self-care. Like how how you like maybe give some tips and advice on this this bite size yeah. self-care. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so the reason why I call it bite size self-care is because we have this idea that's been perpetuated in the media and, and things that we consume about self-care needing to be this really elaborate long morning routine, right? And then this really elaborate long... 5 a.m. Is it like, uh, like the 5 a.m. cup that you need to wake up 5 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, do, like you, all... do you wake up at 5 a.m.? No, no, of course not. No, no way. But here's the thing is that this is a should, that this is what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, yes, of course, there are a lot of successful people that we read in those articles that do those things. But that's not, and that's not to say that they don't work. It's if they resonate with you, they'll work. If you actually believe in them and you show up and it feels good to do that, go for it, right? I'm not saying don't wake up at 5 a.m. If you want to wake up at 5 a.m. and it energizes you, do it. But if you're not a morning person, don't feel bad about it. That doesn't mean that self-care isn't for you, right? And so this concept of bite-sized self-care brings together uh, a technique that's rooted in psychology of really spending 25 minutes. So a 25-minute focused block of time for yourself and then you will feel a huge energy lift without feeling like you can't fit it into your day. We all have 25 minutes. We may not think we do. And that's why the first part that I work with my clients on is time management. <laughs> so optimizing your busy schedule to find the time to actually do the self-care. Because so I found that we have two major blocks. One is time and the other is energy. So step two, if you find the time for your self-care, but you can't get off the couch, you know, that's another problem. And so the, the way to use self-care is to boost your energy, like what we were talking about before. So the key is to figure out, okay, not only when do I actually have time for it, how can I create a solid habit for it with deep-rooted psychology of habit to help you? And also, what is the thing to do that's going to boost your energy? And I talk a lot about this in my coaching programs that if you try and change everything at once, even if we're motivated for the first week, we're going to fail. And so if you suddenly, you know, disrupt your sleep cycle and you used to wake up at, you know, 10 a.m. and now you're waking up at 5 a.m., your body's going to go into a stress response it's not going to work out very well because you've suddenly shocked your system. And so your whole nervous system starts to go into hyperdrive and you're pumped through with cortisol and adrenaline, and it's going to take a long time to come back to balance versus if you make small bite-sized changes, it's going to be much more sustainable and you're going to see results a lot faster. Mm, okay. The key thing is to focus on one thing to change mm -hmm. and also like don't change it like too gradually it's like maybe you wake up usually wake up 10 a.m you try to wake up at 9 30 a.m mm -hmm. for 21 days or for one month two months three months then you right. slowly change it to 9 a.m yeah i think that really helped me helps me a lot because last time i don't do exercise so much uh i only started to like say okay i need to focus on one thing that i want to change in my life mm -hmm. i think 
the one thing that I changed in my life and I consistently do it for now the eight weeks to exercise five times a week. Nice. Uh, and this helps me to build in the momentum for success because mm-hmm. you focus on one thing once you because once it's inbuilt in you already it's a it's a, like a habit in you already you can add on one more thing to change so that because this habit has been inbuilt in you so it's the norm now so if you add in one more things to change then you make it like do it for eight weeks and it become the norm to you so it's like bite size like what I really say because like usually like the those you know online there's so much knowledge online there's so many um different advice online they say okay list down 10 goals that you want to change then you know that kind of thing then they will say oh my new year re- resolution will be I want to lose weight I want to this I want to that but they mm-hmm. didn't even do any of it correct mm-hmm. because they they feel overwhelmed by the yep. list of things they want to change so that's why nobody made any changes at all and so this bite-sized self-care come into place to help people to just make some changes into their life and see the result after that 100%. so yeah. good yeah so good yeah. yeah a friend of mine was um was sharing this metaphor with me the other day uh that you know you can read a book about becoming a navy seal which is like the the pinnacle kind of military like very strong human in the u.s but that book you know even if it tells you exactly what it's like, you know, how to train, uh, how to show up, you know, all of the different kind of norms, that's not actually going to make you a Navy SEAL, right? You're, you need someone to help you, you need that support, and you need to make those small changes to get there. And in the entrepreneur world, if you think about shiny object syndrome, which we were just talking about, if you go after one thing, and then the next thing, and then the next, that's not going to build a sustainable business. Whereas if you focus on that one bridge, you know, that one offer, that one funnel or whatever it is, that one program and really master that, that's what's going to make a huge difference. So, you know, the more that we can cut out the noise and really focus on what's truly in alignment with ourselves, which is why where that energy piece comes in, the Eastern practices, that's when we're going to really make those key shifts. Wow, I think this podcast you have covered the like almost a lot on the self care part. But I know definitely if they were to join your program or watch your YouTube videos, you have a YouTube channel, right? I do, yeah. yeah I'm sure they'll be able to gain much more from you. But uh, maybe you want to share more about your uh your coaching program or yeah, yeah. so that they can find out more if they are interested. Uh, the audience can just look for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially I work with my coaching clients specifically, I specialize in helping busy, stressed out women, although I'm happy to work with men as well. All genders are welcome for sure. And essentially I have a four month signature program where the the first half is deeply focused on your time. So really optimizing your time, how you create your to-do list, how you prioritize effectively, how you figure out what resonates with you and aligning it to your energy because the two go hand in hand. So like I said earlier, really figuring out where you can fit in that self-care routine, building the habit as we work together and then shifting to focus in deeply on your energy. So that's 
removing limiting beliefs. We do a lot of kind of depth psychology, unconscious work with your mind so that you are set up for success and feel more resilient to stress. And we also go deep into your intuition. So really helping you make aligned decisions. So whether you're an entrepreneur or you're working, you feel like you're on the right path. You're connected to your, your deeper life purpose. And I also have an eight week program as well, which is really helpful to kind of kickstart if you want uh, to, to get the main foundations, but aren't quite ready to, to go into the deeper mindset work. And these programs have had really amazing results. So I, I like to put a number on it, especially, you know, for my left brain friends. And when I talk about energy, sometimes it's hard to like really crystallize. What does that mean? So on average, my coaching clients have increased their resilience to stress by 139%, wow. which is pretty incredible. Yeah. And their ability to manage and optimize their time by 104.5% and their confidence and ability to manage their energy by 123%. So it really has this holistic uplifting effect by going through this journey. And as a gift for your audience, Abby, I'd love to offer a free Balanced Life Blueprint call. So this is the strategy, the step-by-step -step roadmap, essentially, that's going to help you figure out, you know, how do I get from this stuck, overwhelmed, lack of balanced state to really having that sense of alignment and knowing how to shift your habits. So the, this is the, the roadmap, the, the process that I walk my clients through, kind of like the book, right? It's where you can, you can see, okay, what is that path? And because I'm not about the shoulds or the cookie cutter protocols, this is a call, right? So I'm going to help you get, gain that clarity on what your biggest roadblocks are and tailor that strategy to, to match. And then if it seems like, you know, we want to continue working together, we can absolutely talk about that, but it's really about providing that value so you can get out of that stuck state. So if you're interested in that, definitely check the links in the show notes that Abby's going to share. And, uh, you know, I, I would just encourage you to, jump on this if it's calling to you. Similar to how when I was debating about becoming a yoga teacher, if this is your sign, like you, you got to move on it because the universe really does have your back. It's, it's, there's a reason why you've sat through our conversation and, and potentially resonated with it. And this could really be the thing that helps catapult or fast forward your journey with self-care and, and building that sustainable lifestyle business. Wow, super amazing. I also see that uh, you have a free sign-up call, like free balanced life charity call. Yes, exactly. So yeah. We'll also yeah. post in the link for anyone who is interested to have a call with you and they can just you know, have a chat and see how's your program like, how to help them in the long, long term. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if you feel like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not quite ready for coaching or that call, I do have a lot of free resources on my email list. So you can also check out that link as well to sign up. I offer my to-do list cheat sheet. So this is the, the steps that really can help you reduce the overwhelm and make self-care bite-sized and doable for you. And then I also offer a few uh, free trainings and things like that. So definitely sign up if, if you're feeling like you want to learn more. Thank you so much for, uh, I know you're late for your meeting and I'm, thank you so much for your time. 
and okay. for jumping on this show. Uh, so I will paste all the links to your social media in in the description so that our audience can you know search you out, find you out, and book a call with you. So anything that you want to add on before I you know end this interview? Yeah, you know I I think the biggest thing is. We, we hear a lot of stories out there about these success stories and people transforming their lives. And the, the key thing to remember is that these aren't unicorns, right? These are regular people, myself included, Abby included, that have really believed in themselves, believed in their goals and taken massive imperfect action. And so use this as a motivator rather than something that's going to overwhelm you and, and bring you back to a place of imposter syndrome because it's absolutely doable. The reason why I share my story, the reason why Abby's sharing her story is that, you know, we have been there and we get it and we get that point. And so in order for you to believe that you can get to whatever success looks like for you, whatever balance looks like you, it's really key for you to take that first step. So whether that's, you know, hopping on a call with me or, or signing up for the to-do list cheat sheet or, you know, continuing to listen to Abby's podcast, the, the key is that you are already doing it. By being here, you're already taking that action that's going to have a ripple effect through the rest of your life. Thank you so much for your, uh, your words. Okay, so actually, right, it took me like two years to really finally, finally realize that actually you just do the things you love is self-care. It's not, because I read a lot of books and they also say like, shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, what you say, shoot, do this, shoot, do that. Yes, so it took me two years to really finally realize that hey, actually, I, it's not about the shoot, but it's about what you want and your strong why, your mindset and everything. Yeah, everything that you say. So if you're listening to this podcast, just re-listen again a few times and just book the call with Emily. I, I believe she's able to help you to fast forward to, you know, I'm not sure, to your new dream life. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it can be really hard to figure out what you want, right? So like it's it might be you might be at the point where you're like, yes, okay, I get it. Self-care is something that actually aligns with me, but how do I figure that out, right? And that takes oh, yeah. a lot of deep inner work, a lot of deep mindset shifting and exploration. And, and that's where I can really help you. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much for your time. I'm so sorry that the, the no, interview over, I'm sorry. Okay, thank you so much for your time and have an amazing day ahead. And remember to stay tuned, uh, listening, continue to listen to this podcast. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, Abby. Great to chat with you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> hey, Fast Order. Thank you for tuning in for this week weekly episode. So remember to tune in every week where I upload new episodes for you to fast forward on your entrepreneur journey and also to reach to your next level. And I just done my three days training on how you can scale and launch your online coaching business with using your passion and your knowledge and your skill set and your experiences that you've gone through and make it and how to go out there and crush it. So be sure to join my Facebook group, Impact Lifestyle Entrepreneur to get all the information and you can ask me any question in that group and I'll be there to answer your questions. So I see you in my group and also stay tuned for next week daily new 
episode from different entrepreneurs. So I see you. Stay tuned. Bye, guys.